This is Black History Month, February. I tip my hat to Carter G. Woodson, the founder of Black History Month. Actually, he designated Black History Week. At that time, it was Negro History Week. And it has transformed into Black History Month. He wanted black people to know their greatness, to know their history, to know their abilities of greatness. But not only black people to know their greatness, but all peoples know the greatness of black people worldwide. Being black is not just in America. It's universal throughout the diaspora. This is the Alvin Galloway Show. All right, welcome to the Alvin Galloway Show here on Radio Phoenix. On this segment of the show, I have Mr. Ronaldo Fowler, and he's a senior staff advocate for Arizona Center for Disability Law. And we're going to talk to him about his upcoming ninth annual African American Conference on Disabilities and is designed to provide education and knowledge to be proactive and not reactive for the African-American community to obtain information so it will empower them and the community on how to better serve the community and themselves. So stay tuned to the Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org. to Matt Quinton and Morning Dew here on the Alvin Galloway Show. And like I said before, we're here with uh, Mr. Ronaldo Fowler with the Arizona Center for Disability Law. And uh, he and uh, Mr. David Carey, who is with Ability360, a advocacy uh, specialist, began the conference nine years ago. Yes, nine years. Nine years ago, and it has grown by leaps and bounds uh, so far. Tell us a bit about the 
the beginning of the conference? Well, we uh, we started this journey about uh, a little more than nine years ago. Um, we were having a conversation uh, during lunch, and, and that conversation um, was around the lack of participation that we perceive um, by the African-American community in a lot of different areas of disability. And so what we mean by participation, uh, we felt very strongly that the African-American community was really not necessarily being invited uh, to these different events. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of our families don't necessarily understand this process. And a lot of times these organizations have a responsibility to reach out to the various communities. And I think sometimes they felt pretty short reaching out to the African-American community. And for a number of reasons, we have a very small population in Arizona, and we're about 6%, 5% of the population of over 7 million people. Mm-hmm. So um, so we decided to do something about it. Oh, great, great. And like I said, proactive and uh, reactive in your, uh, in your programming. Uh, so this is uh, hosted by uh, the Arizona Center for Disability Law, Ability 360, Arizona Center for African American Resources. And the conference will be uh, February 28th at the Desert Willow Conference Center, which is in Phoenix, just south of uh, Broadway and uh, east of 40th Street. Yeah, about yeah. 48th Street, 40th yeah. Street, east of 40th Street. You're mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Nice facility. Um, the, the conference has become a... I'll say national, maybe international, uh, internationally known um, conference. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. We had um, a delegation from the Democratic Republic of the Congo, I do believe, uh, uh, attended the conference about three to four years ago mm-hmm. um, to get some information about uh, disability. So, um, yes, we can say we're international now. Yeah. And it also has a segment for attorneys who... Uh, would like to uh, would get credit for get, the continuing education. That is correct. Mm-hmm. We um, we run a track of uh, a series of this year. We have more than four, but we have I do believe five um, workshops that are designed for attorneys or anyone who can who are interested in in attending those conferences. But they're designed for attorneys to get education. The continuing education hours. We actually have a a workshop on ethics. That's a real important one for attorneys. So mm-hmm. for those attorneys that um, that are out in the audience, uh, this is a great opportunity to get some continuing education and also some good knowledge at the, the best price in town. All right. Yeah, it's definitely a, definitely a worthwhile event. Uh, tell us a little, first a little bit about your organization, the Arizona Center for Disability Law, and I'll have to say that I am a board member okay. Uh, okay. of the uh, organization. Uh, I remember somebody had kind of Pushed me in that direction. Oh, <laughs> encourages the word. Yeah, encourage. encourage right. Encourage. Yeah, encourage. Encourage. Yeah. So, well, well okay. tell us a little about the organization. So, so the Arizona Center for Display Law is part of a national uh, chain of organizations called Protection and Advocacy. Mm-hmm. Those organizations were created through federal statute. And so the statute that creates um, the Arizona Center for Display Law, um, the Developmental Disabilities Bill of Rights Act, protection and advocacy for, for individuals with mental illness. We have the client assistance program. We have a traumatic brain injury program. And, and our main focus is to protect the rights of persons with disabilities, their civil rights, mm-hmm. from abuse and neglect. And so that is our main charge. We have access authority to go into institutions, um, to group home settings. So our main purpose is to protect their civil rights and in addition to that work, we do work in voting rights, area of voting rights. I oversee our voting rights our projects called Protection Advocacy Voter Access mm-hmm. is to ensure the electoral process is accessible for persons with disabilities in terms of registering to vote, casting a vote, and accessing polling places. We do a lot of work in representing families in the area of special education. So our main purpose is to protect the rights of, of persons with disabilities in a variety of, of aspects of life, employment, education, reasonable accommodation. All right, great. And uh, recently the organization celebrated its 25th anniversary 
and uh, you were presented with you were recognized for your long serving tenure uh, with yes. the organization. As you were there before, yeah. it became the Arizona Center. Yes, I've actually worked for the protection and advocacy system for the last thirty six years. So I'm going on four decades of work in the disability field. Um, yes, I I started work um, before it was the Arizona Center for Law and the Public, uh, excuse me, when it was the Arizona Center for Law and the Public Interest. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I've been many years, I've been working in the disability field. Yeah, so what drew you to that, that field? You know, um, one of the things that people always ask that question, mm -hmm. um, one of the things that um, when I got out of college, I went to Arizona State University, um, Took a little bit of time off, but not too much, too much time off. You know, those college uh, loans you have to pay back, you know. Right. So um, I actually was looking through a paper, and I saw this this, this um, law firm was actually um, hiring um, someone to do a, a boarding homes project, which was consist of going into boarding homes and taking a look at, this is back in the 80s, mid-80s, making sure that people who live in boarding homes were safe and secure, mm -hmm. and so they hired me on a part-time basis, and um, so it was it was challenging. The first week, um, you know, went to some safe places that were pretty tough to see, mm -hmm. and so that's the start of my career. So I went from looking at boarding homes to working in special education, um, oversee our voting rights project at the law firm. So yeah, it's four four decades of working in various capacities in the disability field. Yeah, you've been very active in, uh, in uh, doing good work for the community and the people, or the, the, the clientele that uh, needs your assistance, needs the organization's assistance. Uh, and Ability360 uh, is a 35-year tradition of offering and promoting programs to empower people with all disabilities to take personal responsibility so they can achieve or continue independent lifestyles within the community. And they're all in the same building. Yeah, we actually lease out of that building. Mm -hmm. That's called the Billy 360 building. It is a, a campus of, off of 52nd Street in Washington and Phoenix. So there are a number of organizations that are, are disability related. Um, we have our Raising Special Kids, our Parent Information and Training Centers there. We have AZ United. So there's a variety of organizations that serve families um, out of that particular building. Okay. And ASCAR, uh, the organization, uh, African American Resources, uh, they were founded in 2007. Mm -hmm, that's uh, correct. On the premise to improve the life challenges facing African Americans in Arizona and to act as a resource for those serving African American community. How did uh, they come into the picture with the conference? Well, um, over a number of years, we've had uh, members from AFGAR come in and do presentations on various topics. It could be foster care. It could be a lot of different topics in terms of issues in the African-American community. They, one year they did one on infant mortality. And so over the years, they've done presentations. So a few years ago, um, their mission is, is pretty much is, is what we believe in. And so um, they came on board as a full partner um, with the African-American Conference on Disability. So ASCAR is one of our full partners. Um, in this process, we work together. Uh, we work together very well. And the goal is to improve the lives of African Americans and, and the community. And also, one of the things that's very important is that we talk about the African American Conference on Disability is for African American, for the African American community. But one of the things I want to really stress, it is designed for those policymakers those individuals who provide services in the African-American community to come to the African-American conference, listen directly from the community, and see how best to serve that community. So often these people make assumptions on they know how to serve African-Americans, and oftentimes they're getting information from the certain gatekeepers in the communities that may not necessarily be the best gatekeepers or providing the agencies with that kind of information. So, and also, we want to create a platform for African Americans who have an opportunity to come to a venue and to discuss some personal things about their families, their loved ones, without being judged, and also see it as a safe environment to obtain resources. And so, really, the purpose of the African American Conference on Disabilities is for African Americans to get educated, get resources, for those who serve the community, listen directly to the community, and also when you design policies and you start re you start reaching out to 
to folks in Arizona, make sure you reach out to the African-American community because we have some significant challenges in the community. And we also look inward, too. So the African-American Conference on Disability, we're also looking inward into the community and talk about what our responsibilities and what our obligations are and what our institutions are to be serving our families um, in the African-American community. So I better turn my mic back up. Uh, you know, what's uh, interesting is that a lot of the information you provide um, can benefit a host of people, even if you don't have a disability. The information that we provide at the African American Conference on Disabilities, anyone can benefit from this information. Mm-hmm. This is just knowledge. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a good example. We talk about it, but the African American Conference, it's open to anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyone that wants to come and learn and to eliminate barri- barriers, we're, you're welcome to come to the African American. We're the most inclusive, the most diverse conference, I guarantee you, in the state of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a workshop on an immunization. Anybody can benefit from the information on immunization. Mm-hmm. There's so much misinformation oh, about immunization yeah. uh, in the community mm-hmm. that we're not going to preach to you, but we're going to say, come listen and learn. There might be get some, the facts. Get some facts. Yes. Let's, yeah. We work on facts, yes, not right. alternative. Let's work on some facts. facts right. We have a workshop this year about um, the school-to-prison pipeline. Mm-hmm. A lot of African-American children, start. they start early identifying African-American children and start getting them on that prison track, you mm-hmm. know, that low mm-hmm. expectation track and law enforcement and resource office involvement. We have a workshop on mental health. Mm-hmm. Dr. Tracy Williams is going to do a workshop on mind over matter, mental health. We need to talk about mental health in the African-American community. We have a workshop on blindness this year. And again, we have workshops on legal workshops on reasonable accommodations. We're going to talk about housing this year. Okay, we're going to talk about access eligibility. We're going to we have a workshop on teaching parents how to properly file a state complaint or federal complaint regarding your child with special needs. So you can properly do that. It's geared for parents. So we have tracks that are geared for professional attorneys. We have tracks that are geared for parents. Okay, Community Radio is supported by a donation from Health Lumber Company Incorporated with several decades of history with community involvement in Arizona. We want to thank Health Lumber for their support. More information at healthlumber.com, H-E-L-D-T, lumber.com. This This is Basement Basement Tapes. Tapes. You're listening to The Alvin Galloway Show. Stay tuned. As you tune in for an intellectual tune-up, the Alvin Galloway Show for conversation, information, music, and culture. Every Sunday, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. on RadioPhoenix.org. And tune in to Basement Tapes Radio, Thursdays at 9 p.m. on RadioPhoenix.org.
All right, that's the uh, Jacksons. Remember the Jacksons? It was um, Randy, Marlon, Tito, Uh, Jackie. Uh, Who am I missing? Not Michael. Yeah, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) And Michael. And Michael. And Michael. (laughs) And Michael. Uh, So this is the Alvin Galloway Show. I'm here in the studio with Mr. Ronaldo Fowler. He's the senior staff advocate for Arizona Center for Disability Law and one of the founders of the annual African-American Conference on Disabilities. And uh, before we went to break, we were talking about uh, some of the uh, workshops uh, that will be happening. What are some of the other ones that will be going on? Well, some of of the other workshops that are going to be going on is, uh, of course, uh, for the last number of years, the City of Phoenix Police Department has joined us, and um, they brought their team on board and talk about um, the working with folks with disabilities, um, trying to get input from the community on how to better serve um, persons with disabilities and some of the challenges that they face. And so I'm really happy that they're coming back. It's, it's, it's a tough topic on law enforcement interacting with persons with disabilities. It can be fatal. It can right. be... Uh, something positive. So we're really trying to work with them. We believe in dialogue mm-hmm. um, to try to make changes. And so they're going to be with us this year. We actually have a workshop on. Uh, yes. Now, do they have a uh, a special unit? You know, some cities have a special unit, yeah. I think, that, you know, that. I don't know what, forgot yeah. what they call it. Yeah, I can't speak for the city of Phoenix, but Phoenix, city of Phoenix does have a variety of resources in terms of addressing the needs of person with intellectual and mental health needs. Mm-hmm. They do have a crisis kind of intervention um, team. So they do have different resources. And, and, and that's what will be discussed at the African American Conference on Disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the issues that, that are addressed every year is how, how do law enforcement interact with persons who might be deaf or hard of hearing. Right. Okay, And so we're looking at the ongoing dialogue. And one of the things that's important for us is to provide different agencies with resources. So if they don't know, here's some resources. Here's some folks in the community. Here's an agency that might be a good resource for you to help you do a better job in terms of working with this particular community because it can be challenging. Mm -hmm. So another um, workshop that, that we have going on is how to really work with younger children who may have challenging behaviors, how to keep them in school, how to keep them in the program. So often um, schools or programs, first thing they want to do is if the child has challenging behaviors, discipline, ex- you know, expel them, remove them from school. Mm-hmm. Well, you're teaching inappropriate behavior. So we right. have some folks coming in from Southwest Human Development going to do a presentation on that. Um, we have, as I mentioned to you, we have a workshop on blindness and um, and visual impairments. We're going to talk about that, the impact on the African-American community. We're going to talk about resources. We have a workshop on assistive technology. A lot of African-Americans don't even know what that is. What is assistive technology? Mm-hmm. It's a pair of glasses. It could be a computer. It could be a simple device to, um, for a child to hold food mm-hmm. um, and to eat and to modify. Or it could be... Um, um, when a person's speech technology, if you don't have limited uh, use of your arms, speech um, technology to allow you to do papers. So those are the things that our community need to know about in terms of sister technology, um, in terms of if you, what is vocational rehabilitation? How do I get services? What if I disagree with the services? Mm-hmm. So there are going to be 24 workshops mm-hmm. and three general sessions um, offered in one day at the African American Conference on Disabilities. And our opening uh, session is going to be done um, by Dr. James Herbert Williams. Mm-hmm. He is um, he has many titles, but he mm-hmm. oversees ASU School of Social Work. Yeah, so okay. he'll be opening um, our conference up, um, and we're looking forward to it. And our lunch program, which is going to be a program, mm-hmm. we're going to be honoring Miss. Gene Fairfax, an unsung civil rights hero. Right. Um, I, you know, I, I would if you can have not, if you do not know her story, you should come out to the African American Conference mm-hmm. on Disability. So we're gonna have a panelist talking about the influence and the work that she's done over her life. Yeah, so it's an amazing story. I tell you, uh, I remember um, 
well, I, I would say I don't say I knew every thought I knew everything. I thought I knew a little bit, but after she passed and I was able to uh, view some information about her, it was just mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the effect that she had not only nationally or because but international yeah worldwide yeah worldwide and yeah and she passed I believe um, about a year or so ago a year mm-hmm. ago um, in Phoenix uh, Phoenix Arizona yeah and so we're gonna be telling her story we're yeah. gonna tell her story during the lunchtime we have a great panel. Um, and just we and also during our lunch program every year, Representative Bolden comes out and gives us an update on uh, the laws that are at the state capitol that may impact persons with disabilities. So he comes out and gives us uh, an overview. He's done that for the last number of years because mm-hmm. we like to keep our constituents and, and the community up to date right. on on what's kind of going at the capitol. Mm-hmm. The laws that they're, that they're making laws that impact your life. You need to participate. Remember we talked about being proactive, not right. being reactive. Absolutely. It's a little hard when they pass a bad law. Let's get on the front side of it. Let's get on the front side of it. And so Closing um, the conference out is going to be Adiba Nielsen, who is an author, an activist. Um, she's a writer, and she's also Emily's mom. So you want to find out who's Emily's mom? Come out and talk to Adiba Nelson. She's out of Tucson, Arizona. She's, it's going to be great. I mean, if you have not been to the African-American Conference on Disability, you are missing something. It is a unique um, experience right. in, the, in the United States to come out and see some great speakers, great information, great resources for the community. And, uh, yeah, and they have a variety of different vendors. We um, have, uh, every year we have over 30 vendors. Mm-hmm. We have vendors that represent various state agencies, we have this year. We're going to have um, the census. We're going mm-hmm. to be there this mm-hmm. year. Very important. Uh, very important. So they're going to be there this year, and we also are. We uh, have uh, going to be partnering with the Maricopa County Recorder's Office Election Department mm-hmm. with our Mr. Fontes, and they will have our new election equipment at the. African American Conference on Disabilities. You know, I was going to ask if they're going to have a demo. Okay. They're going to demo. So, our county went out and spent money on some new great equipment that's Mm -hmm. going to be really accessible for uh, our folks with disabilities. And so, and if you don't have a disability, you have an opportunity to see the new uh, election equipment at the conference. And as uh, as Floyd mentioned, we have 30-plus vendors mm-hmm. um, at the conference that will cover many, many different areas and resources for the community. And, and uh, last, well, I don't want to say last, but uh, not the least of uh, the great things that are going on at the conference is great food. <laughs> oh, man. If you have not been to the African-American <laughs> conference and you have not been to Desert Willow and seen that buffet that they offer you, and the sodas and the, and the water, you know, good eating and <laughs> right, water. Right. And the beautiful thing about it is because it's such a variety of food, mm-hmm. we address all the diets, gluten-free right. diets, yeah, right. uh, low-sodium diets. Mm-hmm. It is a great, great day. I mean, great food, great information, and also great networking because mm-hmm. the purpose of the conference, we really push network, network, you know, meet other families out there. Um, So if you have not been, it's a great experience.
All right, that was uh, it's a different name, Go Go Penguin, <laughs> and uh, their a song, if I can remember, is Hapoponya, Hapoponya, if I'm pronouncing that right. But it's a great song, great group. Uh, I tell you, they got some great music, and so check out Go Go Penguin. And this is the Alvin Galloway Show, and uh, with uh, Mr. Ronaldo Fowler of the ACDL, the Arizona Center for Disability Law, I'm talking about. Uh, their annual um, conference, uh, African American Conference on Disabilities. Um, now, when when you and uh, uh, David Carey um, thought of this idea and uh, thought of the importance, did you think it was going to grow to the uh, size and importance that it has? Do you know, um, Floyd? That's an interesting question because um, we call the first conference the first African-American conference on disabilities. So in a sense, we had a purpose to have more than one. Mm-hmm. And so um, the first one, a couple weeks we put it together. Um, now it's year round. Mm-hmm. We have over 300 people. We sometimes have 60 speakers. Uh, we have speakers that uh, travel from different parts of the country to come to the conference. Mm-hmm. And so to answer your question, it has been a journey. They see the growth of this conference um, and the breadth of experts' expertise in terms of information that we provide at the conference. And I think one of the things that I'm most proud of is that we work very hard to make sure that this conference stays relevant, it stays fresh, and we will keep an eye on making sure that we are focusing on the African-American community and the needs of the community. We do everything we can in terms of um, programs, issues, um, cost, uh, cost of the conference. We, we work very hard to make sure we have scholarships for families. Um, and so I'm really proud of that. And I'm, I'm proud of the feedback that we get from African-American community. We survey all of our workshops. We mm-hmm. get feedback. Um, we take it serious. I read all of the surveys mm-hmm. in, in preparation for the next year's conference. And so to answer your question, it is, um, it's been a, uh, a growth. It's, it's, it's a challenge. It's a lot of, lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're always looking for folks to come out and help us and support us in, in this conference. And it could be just getting the word out, um, encouraging families to come to the conference. Um, so, and if you have um, a, a topic that you think would be beneficial to the community, um, we're open to that. We're always looking for innovative ideas and, and fresh ideas for the community. Yeah, I remember uh, it's uh, one of the frequent Yes, or participant. It was Thomas Hicks. Yes, Commissioner Hicks. Yeah, Commissioner Hicks comes all the way from D.C. Comes from D.C. He's election yeah. official. Yes, yeah. Commissioner Hicks is on the Election Assistance Commission in um, Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. We say the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. And um, that office plays a very important role in our election system. They, they certify all the election equipment um, for the United States. Mm-hmm. So when you, when our county went out and purchased the equipment, the Election Assistance Commission certifies that equipment, and it's about security and safety of our elections. Mm-hmm. So Commissioner, hot topic. very hot, hot topic. topic. And yeah. Commissioner Hicks, I think this will be, I, I've i invited him out, but I think this will be his either fourth or fifth year coming out to the African American Conference on Disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have... Um, Folks registered from Anchorage, Alaska. Mm-hmm. We have uh, one of our speakers are actually from New York City, mm-hmm. and we have a speaker from UCLA. We have we have speakers from Coconut County. We have speakers from all over the state of Arizona, from Tucson and far parts and far parts in between. And so we have some really great knowledge. Um, is this the only one like this in the nation that you know of? I am not what? aware yeah. that um, a conference that is as comprehensive as this mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. We've had um, federal officials before um, 
and they talked about that. So this mm-hmm. is a very unique project for the state of Arizona. Right. Um, I'm not aware. There are workshops that you may see on mental health and African Americans, but a comprehensive conference that looks at, that has a legal track, that focuses on families, focuses on on agencies and resources for the African American community, I, I'm not aware of, mm-hmm. of it. And we would, you know, we love to invite, um, you know, anyone from other states to come and see how we do it in Arizona. Um, we actually have um, uh, um, an executive coming in from Denver that runs a medical um, setting for African Americans, target, you know, focusing on African Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, she's flying in. So we have a, a lot of folks coming in to see how we're doing this in Arizona. Um, but one of the things, um, often the questions that I get is, you know, why Phoenix? Well, sometimes, you know, I'm a native of Arizona, mm-hmm. and I travel quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in Washington, D.C., New York, L.A. and Atlanta, there's so many African Americans there, and a lot of times you look around and say, well, that person might be doing this, that person might be doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, with such small numbers in Arizona, if, if you're not doing it, it may not you're be getting do done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right. so, you, you know, it. there's a sense of urgency sometimes that, right. that, that um, you know, that we may have in Arizona that other places don't have because mm-hmm. of just the sheer we just don't have those numbers. And and I see where our moms um, are not getting early intervention services for our kids mm-hmm. who may have autism. Mm-hmm. You know, autism is in the African American community. We need mm-hmm. to talk about it. We need right. to get our young I'll get our moms get early intervention for our kids. We don't talk about fetal alcohol syndrome or fetal alcohol effects. We have some of our young moms who have lifestyles who consuming alcohol. Mm-hmm. That has an impact on the child's growth and development. Right. We, we talk about developing language skills for African-American children. There's some numbers out there that show African-American children language is so far behind when they start the first scary in mm-hmm. terms of their word banks. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk to African-American families. This is not criticism, but here's some tools to help you with your child so they can be successful. Right. And so, yes, we talk about tough issues mm-hmm. and we don't gloss over issues, but this is not, this is where, if you look at what we talk about, it's the African American Conference on Disabilities, finding solutions, building a stronger community. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're about at the African American Conference on Disabilities. Right. So, how do uh, people, if they are interested in attending, how do they register or where do they, could they get more information? You can go to um, our website. We have a website, and it's supported by Ability360. And I'm going to give you that website. It's www.aacdaz.org. Let me repeat that. That's www.aa, like an apple, C, like in candy, D, like in dog, A, like in Arizona, Z, like in Arizona, dot org. Or you can reach me at rfowler at azdisabilitylaw.org. All right. Really appreciate you coming out. Um, like I said, it's a very worthwhile conference, a lot of information for a host of uh, people and families that really can benefit from this the community uh, as a whole and in general, uh, specifically the African-American community community can uh, benefit from this conference. Uh, so yes, uh, people, uh, if you know somebody with a disability or in your family uh, or a neighbor or anything, encourage them to, to check it out. Uh, definitely on February 28th, you don't want to miss it. Thank you much. Right. Looking forward to seeing you there. I'll be there. Nine years in a row. Hey, nine <laughs> years, steady going strong. Ten years, can't yeah. wait. Coming up, yeah. Yaga, 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 Mr. Clean B, a.k.a. the Yaga Man, live and direct at RadioPhoenix.org. Now, you already know you are listening to the Alvin Galloway Show. Now, stay tuned as you tune in for an intellectual tune up the Alvin Galloway Show for conversation, information, great music, and great culture. Every Sunday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, live and broadcasting via RadioPhoenix.org. You already know, Yaga, 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 yeah. Programming is supported by Shiner Gold Pomade. Regular, special, and clay hair holes for men and women. 
shave soap, and merchandise. Retail locations in the U.S. or online store. Shipping to anywhere in the world at ShinerGold.com. Shiner Gold on Facebook. S-H-I-N-E-R-G-O-L-D-D-O-T-C-O-M. Shiner Gold on Facebook. This is Black History Month, the month of February. And so I'm beginning a new segment, just a little segment here, highlighting some poetry. And with our first poet, George Hammonds, we're going to have him read one of his pieces. George Hammonds resides in California, was a longtime resident of the Valley. And a few months ago, he was here visiting family. A good friend of mine, Chloe T. Hammonds, is his sister. And actually, she was my first guest on the inaugural Alvin Galloway show. And I've always had her back every year to celebrate our anniversary, my anniversary. So here is George Hammonds and his poem. Um, I'm going to read, the first poem that I'm going to read, I feel, is like, it's kind of like my philosophy. Mm. Um, this is the poem that is me in a nutshell. And it's called Black Words on White Paper. What difference in our world would we see if ink were white and paper black? Would literature, religion, history, philosophy, you or me, say something more relevant, more observant? Or would our words simply bleed, an amalgam of pulp and dye, gray, half-true characters with faint edges that tire the eye and lull readers to sleep? Black paper, white ink, what if all the news and everything we think were brought to us that way? Would we then have sayings like, it was a white day, meaning dirty, soiled, disastrous, diabolic, or immoral? Would we then say black when we wanted to portray clean, pure, heroic, true, or honorable? I come from a world of white paper and black ink, but still, I like to waste my time and think, what if it were the other way around? And that was poet George Hammonds, Black Words on White Paper.
left us once Cause together we got plenty superpower to bear Beyonce Superpower featuring Frank Ocean here on the Alvin Galloway Show, RadioPhoenix.org. I want to highlight a few uh, Black History uh, Month programs that's happening. Uh, there's a new art gallery I discovered in Tempe. I was walking in downtown Tempe a few days ago, and a young uh, African-American woman uh, has opened up an art gallery called Christiana's Hunter's Art Gallery. She will be having a grand opening on Saturday, February the 15th from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. And the gallery is located at 414 South Mill Avenue, Suite 214. 414 South Mill Avenue, Suite 214. And I'll have the information posted on my Facebook page. Uh, she has some great art. That, uh, actually, she's the artist uh, exhibiting her work. It's going to be a great event. So check that out. Uh, that is uh, like Mill Avenue, just north of 5th Street. Um, in that little section that has um, uh, Starbucks and uh, what else is in there? can't remember, but that little section between Starbucks and uh, the taco place. I can't think of the name of it now. But anyway, you'll find it. And then on February the 23rd, that's the 8th Annual Day of Remembrance. Uh, that'll be uh, remembering Private First Class Oscar Austin. Um, that'll be happening at Greenwood Cemetery, uh, Private First Class Oscar Austin, who was a Phoenix resident. He was born in Texas and his family moved to Phoenix, was killed in the Vietnam War, uh, and he was awarded the uh, Medal of Honor because of his heroic acts to save his fellow uh, soldiers, uh, his colleagues in arms, and uh, he was mortally wounded uh, during that at the age, I believe, at the age of 19. Uh, it's a great event to remember the uh, acts of bravery by this wonderful uh, young man who volunteered uh, to join uh, the Army uh, when he was just still a teenager, and he paid the ultimate price. And we have on February the 25th through 27th, the 21st Annual Families and Fathers Conference. Sponsored by the nonprofit Families and Fathers Coalition, under the leadership of our friend, Dr. James Rodriguez, 
puts on an annual conference to uh, make better fathers, get resources on fatherhood, how to become better fathers, and, and take care of the families. And uh, it's a great, uh, great program. And that will be happening in Los Angeles on the 25th through the 27th. Coming up on February 21st, the Chandler Men of Actions African-American Banquet, which honors a community leader and three high school students. That'll be at the Chandler, uh, Chandler Gilbert Community College on February 21st. Um, the uh, community leader will, receive, will be receiving the Coy Payne, the Mayor Coy Payne uh, Man of the Year Award. And I, I am humbly... Uh, Proud to say that I was one of the recipients in 2015. Coy Payne was the first African-American mayor in the state of Arizona. He uh, held two terms as the mayor of Chandler and served, uh, I think, three terms as city council member. He was an educator and definitely a community leader who recently passed at the age, I believe, was 95. Don't miss Mr. Payne, Mr. Coy Payne. And on, of course, uh, we mentioned uh, with the guests, Mr. Ronaldo Fowler, the uh, ninth annual African-American Conference on Disabilities will be February 28th, and that'll be at the Cotton uh, Center uh, Conference Center in Phoenix. And I'll have all this information on my Facebook page, The Alvin Galloway Show.
hear the great sounds of Donald Byrd and the Blackbirds and the song Flight Time. I know back in the day when I had an answer machine, that was uh, part of my answer machine message. It had the plane taken off. A nice sound coming up. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it was fantastic. Everybody loved it. This is the Alvin Galloway Show, and we're coming to the end of the day of this segment of the show on RadioPhoenix.org. And as I always say, today's a great day to make somebody's day great.